calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode of The Sheridan Tates was made possible by our supporters on Patreon. Mitch Grads, Isidro Carvalho, Val S. and Charles Durand. If you'd like to support the show as well, please go to patreon.com slash homesteadcorner. For as little as $1 a month, you get early access to ad-free versions of episodes, a special weekly behind-the-scenes podcast, and patron-only AMA live streams. Before we get started, this episode contains discussions and depictions of police violence and corruption, mild dissociation, strong language, and character betrayal. Content warnings and a full transcript are available in the show notes. Welcome, one and all, <laughs> to the 2018 Oslo County Police Department Christmas Party. I want to take a moment to thank you all for being here tonight. For those taking time off and spending the holidays with friends and family, thank you for joining us for one more night. And for everyone else who isn't going home for Christmas, thank you. Thank you for holding the line for the rest of us. I owe you all a drink come New Year's. <laughs> Now, I know you all came here to celebrate, and my speeches have a tendency to end up a, a bit somber, so I'll be brief. As many of you know, I've put on a Christmas party for this department every year since I became chief for one very simple reason. This season is about shining a light into the darkest nights of the year, combining our wills against the shadow and cold of winter and saying, no, you will not prevail. We will endure. And that's what we do every day. And it takes all of us, every single person in this room, standing shoulder to shoulder against the chaos and violence that's always there, just waiting for our vigilance to slip. Some people think we take our jobs too seriously, that we shouldn't do everything it takes to protect the safety of our homes and families, that we should just roll over and let people try to protect themselves. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, well, we all know how that would end. Just like we know 
that the sacrifices of each and every officer in this department is the only thing standing between Oslo County and total anarchy. We are the light that shines in the darkness, and we will endure. And on that note, I'd like to raise a toast to you by way of a short poem. I know it's unconventional, but it's always been a personal favorite of mine, and I hope that it can offer you some encouragement as well. But where was the child delaying? On the homeward way was he. And across the dike while the sun was up, an hour above the sea. He was stopping now to gather flowers, now listening to the sound, as the angry waters dashed themselves against their narrow bound. Ah, well for us, said Peter, that the gates are good and strong and my father tends them carefully, or they would not hold you long. You're a wicked sea, said Peter. I know why you fret and chafe. You would like to spoil our lands and homes, but our sluices keep you safe. But hark, through the noise of waters comes a low, clear trickling sound, and the child's face pales with terror and his blossoms drop to the ground. He is up the bank in a moment and stealing through the sand. He sees a stream not yet so large as his slender, childish hand. Tis a leak in the dike. He is but a boy, unused to fearful scenes. But young as he is, he has learned to know the dreadful thing that means. A leak in the dike, the stoutest heart grows faint that cry to hear. And the bravest man in all the land turns white with mortal fear. For he knows the smallest leak may grow to a flood in a single night. And he knows the strength of the cruel sea when loosed in its angry might. And the boy, he has seen the danger. And shouting a wild alarm, he forces back the weight of the sea with the strength of his single arm. He listens for the joyful sound of a footstep passing nigh. And lays his ear to the ground to catch the answer to his cry. And he hears the rough winds blowing and the waters rise and fall, but never an answer comes to him, save the echo of his call. He sees no hope, no succor, his feeble voice is lost. Yet what shall he do but watch and wait, though he perish at his post? So faintly calling and crying till the sun is under the sea, crying and moaning till the stars come out for company thinks of his brothers and sisters asleep in their safe warm bed. He thinks of his father and mother himself as dying and dead and of how when the night is over they must come and find him at last but he never thinks he can leave the place where duty holds him fast. Okay, over there, Sam. What? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Is is he always like that? Uh, Bill, we met at the the briefing last week. Right, right. Uh, is Morrison always that intense? <laughs> Only when he's had a few. 
I mean, I've met sad drunks and angry drunks and funny drunks, but Morrison's the only person I know who gets more serious when he's drinking. Of course he is. (laughs) I'm sure he does actually feel that way. It just doesn't come up much, you know. He just really believes in what we're doing here. (laughs) What about you? What about me? Do you believe in it? Uh, well, yeah, I, I guess so. I, I mean, we're keeping people safe, and, and we're helping the community, and that, that's... Yeah, I do. I do. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Lieutenant Bill Tyler, Oslo County Police Department, recording November 7th, 2019, at 4.23 p.m. Uh, Bill, is that you? Uh, yeah, it's it's me. Weren't you supposed to be working late again? Uh, Morrison let me leave early. Huh. Well, dinner's still about 30 minutes out if you're hungry. Uh, that's fine. I, uh, I'm, I'm gonna go lie down for a minute. Everything okay? Yeah, yeah. Just, um, it. I, I, I just have a bit of a headache. Oh, Bill, I'm sorry. Do you need? Uh, I, I just, I, 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 I just need to lie down. Please, just uh, it, keep working on dinner. Uh, the, yeah, yeah, sure. Just, um. Just let me know if you need anything, okay? God fucking damn it. Morrison killed Anna. He sent Sam on a wild goose chase that almost got him killed. 
and he knew he wouldn't find anything. And uh, I, I just stood there, de defending him to Sam like some kind of... Bill, are you okay? I'm, I'm fine, don't come in here. What was that noise? I, I punched the fucking wall, right? Jesus, Bill, are you okay? What Why is the door locked, Bill? I'm... It's okay, Rob. I'm I'm fine. I just I just needed to let that out. Please, just I need to be alone for a little bit. Bill, I just go away. Oh. All right. Rob, Rob, I didn't mean it like that. I just. Oh, shit. Nice work, Tyler. Now you've really done it. No, he, he must have had a reason to kill her. She she probably didn't give him a choice. She, she, she must have threatened him. It, it... No. If it was self-defense, he could have gotten away with it. He, he would have told... He, he should have told someone... And if this was all about settling some old score, then what the hell is Rob doing here? Rob, what, what are you doing? Oh, look who decided to show his face. I thought you wanted to be left alone. What are you doing? Oh, this? Well, I was making chicken parm for dinner, but since you weren't going to be here, I figured it wasn't worth the effort. I think I'll order some pizza instead. You want some? Oh, Christ, Rob. J just stop, okay? You're acting like a... Like what? A child? Well, maybe I am. I don't think you can throw stones on that front, Mr. Glasshouse. Look, I'm sorry, okay? But it's been really, really tough these last few weeks, and the least you can do oh, is... it's been tough for you, has it? I've barely seen you for the past two weeks. Do you have any idea what it's like sitting up at night wondering if you're alive or dead out there? Well, at least I didn't quit the moment things got hard. At least I didn't leave you to deal with Morrison on your own. Don't you ever say that to me again. I asked you to leave. You chose to ignore me. That's on you. Didn't. I wasn't. I didn't have. There were other things I needed. To, fuck. What happened, Bill? What's going on with you? <sighs> you were right. You were right about all of it. I knew it from the start, and they finally convinced me. Who's they? I... I can't tell you. Bill, look at me. Whatever this is, it's hurting you. I can see it every day. It's tearing you up inside, and so long as you don't tell me... It's hurting me, too. You don't have to. Bill, just, just listen 
to me for a few minutes, okay? Just don't say anything. You can keep this a secret if you want. I can't force you to tell me anything, and I really don't want to try. But I'll still know it's there. I'll know there's a pain I can't take away, and I can't do anything to fix. And I'll keep knowing that for as long as you keep it a secret from me. I'll do what I can to make it better. I'll try to make it easier for you to avoid. Try not to mention anything that reminds you of it. But eventually, I'll get tired of walking on eggshells around you. I'll grow to resent whatever is keeping us apart. Then I'll start to resent myself for letting it happen, and finally. I'll start resenting you. And the worst part is, I'll want to keep that from you too. So, so we'll both end up lying to each other, pretending to be okay. And then sooner or later, one of us will decide we can't do it anymore, and we'll go our separate ways. Maybe on good terms, maybe not. Maybe months or years or decades from now, or maybe it'll never happen. Maybe we'll just stay together, letting that resentment fester. But, but whatever happens, it started here. Alternatively, you could tell me what's going on with you. You could be honest about what you're going through. Let me try to help you. I might not know what to do, but at least we'd know I was trying to help. And whenever it gets too much for me to handle, well, I'll let you know that too. And even if we don't know how to help each other, we'll both be trying our best. That's all I'm asking for. That's all I need. I don't need you to be superhuman. I don't want you to be strong or brave or perfect all the time. I want you to be here with me, all of you, the good and the bad, for better or worse. You're right. Of course, you're right. <laughs> Try not to sound so surprised. <laughs> Morrison is planning something. Some kind of experiment to cut off, well, all of the supernatural things happening in Oslo permanently. That's bad? Yeah. Sam is... He's some kind of doppelganger. Kind of like... Kind of like the Echo, but... Not... It's, it's complicated, but... If Morrison's test works, then... It'll kill him? Worse than that. 
You remember what happened to all the echoes? Jesus, that's what would happen to Sam. That's what everyone seems to think. That or Morrison might mess it up and make things worse. How long have you known? Since last Saturday. I, I followed Ned out onto the flats and figured out oh, everything. Why didn't you tell me? I thought... I thought they had a plan to stop it. I, 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 I thought I could just run out the clock and let them, you know, take care of it. So, I didn't tell you. I didn't want you to worry, but I'm sorry. I should have said something. Who's they? All of them? Everyone's back in Oslo now. They're, they're, they're trying to figure this out. Kate and Maria, you, you remember Anna's girlfriend and Sam, too. Sam's back? Yeah. They're all staying at Jerry's place. They're trying to figure out a plan. That's where I've been going the last couple days. And earlier today, Maria found something on one of Anna's tapes. It, 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 it brought a lot of things into focus. You, you mean all this time you've, you've been, what, helping Sam stay hidden? <laughs> oh my god I, I almost thought you were cheating on you, me You thought I was what? I said I almost thought you were Wait One of Anna's tapes? I thought they were destroyed That I kind of lied about that too But that That was definitely the right call Why? What was on the tape? It was just Anna. She was talking about her dad. He used to work with Morrison. They had a falling out, apparently. A really bad one. And I, uh, I think he killed Anna because of it. Holy shit. Yeah. Did, uh... Is that why you've stayed on with the department? To spy on Morrison? No. No, it's... It's not. I wish I could say that, but... I genuinely thought I was doing the right thing. Even after what he did to Sam, I, I, I thought it was... I thought we were helping people. <laughs> Keeping them safe. Do... You think so now? No. I... I don't. I don't think I've really believed that for a long time now. And... Are you gonna quit now? Look, I'm really tired, Rob. I don't think this is the best... Bill... Of course I am. I can't keep doing this anymore. I should have quit six months ago. I am so, so proud of you, Bill. Are you okay? Mostly, yeah.
Oh shit, the pasta's boiling over. <laughs> what uh what was that about just ordering pizza? <laughs> but so um, let's just say that somebody changed my mind about that. Oh, uh would you mind running to the store really quick? I uh I just dumped our last can of tomato sauce down the drain. <laughs> Anything for you, my love. Everything okay? Yeah. I'll be right back. See you. I was just about to call Save you. Save it. Why didn't you tell me? Tell you what? <sighs> Don't play dumb, Morrison. It doesn't suit you. I'm not. You just haven't specified what you're talking about. Well, let's start small then. LaRoe. What about LaRoe? <laughs> Where to begin? <laughs> First off, that's not his real name. Second, he's not even human. Third, He's a shape-shifting psychopath you put in the morgue less than a year ago. Oh, so um, you saw him change, did you? Well, I'm sorry about that. I didn't think you'd be comfortable working with him if you knew. <laughs> you can say that But again. after all the good work you did with Sam, I thought you might be able to keep him more grounded than he would be otherwise. I'm sure you understand it was in everyone's best <laughs> interest. I... Oh, no. We're not done. I didn't just see him change, Morrison. I followed him out onto the flats. I saw your little experiment. I know what you're trying to do. You, you did, did you? That's unfortunate, but not entirely unexpected. I figured you would catch on sooner or later. What did you think we were doing with the monsters after you dealt with them? Then why keep it a secret? Why, oh, why did you lie about it? I didn't. That information was simply need to know. But why? Because people still can't accept the existential danger these things represent. And it's better they don't know what we need to do in order to protect them. Just that we do it. If they learn the truth, well... Humanity's capacity for empathy is truly remarkable. People might begin to pity the creatures we've captured. Why shouldn't they? Half of them don't even look like monsters in the first place. I mean, for God's sake, Sam was- Sam was the most dangerous and insidious being I've ever encountered. He could have killed millions the same way he killed the Echo, but he looked and acted completely human. If he'd been on our side, he would have been the perfect weapon. As it turned out, he was a walking, talking calamity, just waiting to happen. I know you're not proud of what you did to him, but your actions prevented disaster. And what about Anna, huh? Did murdering her keep anyone safe? Killing Anna? What are you talking about? Stop lying to me. You knew her dad, you hated him, and you killed her to get back at him. Bill. 
these wild and baseless allegations are verging dangerously close to insubordination. If you don't back down, I'll have no choice but to relieve you of duty. God, what a fucking cliche. Excuse me? You can't fire me. I quit. What is this? Letter of resignation. I've had it in my desk for six months now, but I just kept talking myself out of handing it in. I almost did it when Rob quit, but hmm, I just couldn't let go. Uh, sir? What it? What the hell are you doing? Same thing I always do in situations like this. Destroying the evidence. Chief, you... You can't, can't just... what, Tyler? Can't decide what's best for my officers? Can't use my own discretion? Can't protect this county? This country? And the way I see fit? It seems I'm the only one who can. Especially with you going soft the moment you see your first bit of collateral damage. We're at war, Tyler. Always have been, whether you believe it or not. How's Sam doing, by the way? Still having nightmares? Uh, what? N no, no, he's, uh... You said it yourself, he's dead, so he... <laughs> now you're the one who's playing dumb. I know you're smarter than that. But do try to play on my level for a moment, will you? You know about Andrew Sheridan. You know about his history in Oslo. The only way you could possibly know that is from one of Anna's tapes. One, one, four, three, six, was it? So... You have the tapes, the ones you told me Sam destroyed, which means you were covering for him that night, which means I can't trust anything you've told me. Ergo, Samuel Isaac Bailey is still alive. You didn't kill him when you were supposed to. You're working with him instead, trying to bring me down. No, no, that, that's not... I... <sighs> Look... I quit, okay? I'm out. You don't need to worry about me anymore. <laughs> I'm afraid I very much need to worry about you, Bill. It's like I tried to tell Sam. If you're not with me on this, then you're in my way. <laughs> Ned! Uh, how, did, how did you- I called him the moment you started banging on my door. He heard everything. Ned, I... Look, you can't seriously be okay with this. I... Not, not after everything we've been through. I'm sorry, Bill. But it was always gonna end like this. I think we both knew that. Oh, shit. I suggest you come quietly, Tyler. The station's pretty empty, and I don't want this to get any messier than it has to. Besides... Even if someone did hear you scream, they wouldn't dare try to stop me.
The Sheridan Tapes, episode 48, Your Shadow at Evening. Starring Jesse Steele as Bill Tyler, Chris Martin as Robert Quincy, Trevor Van Winkle as Sam Bailey, Mike Kennedy as Edgar Morrison, and Ezra J. Wayne as Ned LaRoe. With original music by Jesse Hogan. Written by Trevor Van Winkle and produced by Virginia Spots and Trevor Van Winkle and made possible by our supporters at patreon.com slash homesteadcorner and at ko-fi.com slash homesteadcorner. Visit thesheridantapes.com to view additional content, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, and connect with us on Twitter at Sheridan Tapes and on Instagram at The Sheridan Tapes. I'm Trevor Van Winkle, this is Homestead on the Corner, and you're listening to The Sheridan Tapes. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.